Tell me, keep my eyes open. My whole city underwater. Some people still floating, and they wonder why black people still voting. 'Cause your president's still joking. Take away the football team, the basketball team. Now all we got is me to represent New Orleans. Shit. No governor, no help from the mayor. Just a steady beating heart and a wish and a prayer. Let's pray. These friends they come and go, but I got family, family. These kids so fast they grow. So quickly know that there's nowhere to go, that there's no future, future. Don't make the sin so low, and we can't overcome it. Just breathe, baby. God's got a blessing to spare. Yes, I know the process is so much stress, but it's the progress that feels the best. 'Cause I came from the project straight to success, and your neck so tried it can't steal your pride. It's inside. Then find it and keep on grinding. 'Cause in every dark cloud there's a silver lining. I know. Yeah. 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 See, right now we just riding on love. A shot in the dark. We ain't tryna do nothing but hit the heart. We need love. That's all y'all. Yeah, born right here in the USA. 
But due to tragedy, looked on by the whole world as a refugee. So accept my emotion. Do not take it as an offensive gesture. It's just the epitome of my soul. And I must be me. We got spirit, y'all. We got spirit. We got soul, y'all. We got soul. They don't want us to see, but we already know. Since the very beginning of our lives, um, I've said this in previous podcasts before, um, we have been conditioned to a particular pattern of living, whether it's political, religious, or even a self-invented tradition. And it's only because it's easy to follow someone else's history. Um, one doesn't have to think about it because it's already been mapped out for him. One doesn't have to question, question it because it's part of the tradition. In some way, it brings a sense of security for one. And these methods have shaped our perceptions of reality and have corrupted our mind into a mechanical mind and is constantly dominated by the man's routine. And it's not our routine, it's theirs. And it's because we live in fear. Our condition insists to act upon fear, whether by running, accepting, or fighting, should even even look into an outer being source to solve the issue. But no one could guide you. No one could teach you. No one could lead you. It can only be you. <laughs> We like to think that we are free thinkers only because we are disguising the idea, a belief that we think is private, but it isn't. It's shared. People actually do be thinking like that, though, like, wow, falling victims of forced beliefs or ideologies. How many are not heavily influenced by the biased information that the media, media is presenting them with? How many are choosing to have certain opinions just because an authority figure told them or tradition because or tradition holds them to be true? The real reality is that most people don't know how to think critically and they blindly accept the beliefs that were handed to them by society, peer pressure, and scientism propaganda enforced on them by the mainstream media, through even through family, through school, and the environment. We are slaves to an illusionary system that is there to keep us in the game of a matrix, to turn us into carbon copies of each other. We as a society do not think, we aren't taught how, but we are taught what to think. In order to learn about the root of your fear, you must go into this process of learning with curiosity, inquiry, and imagination. Because self-learning implies a fresh, undistracted mind, a mind that does not surrender to any authority, a mind that does not belong to anything, and finally a mind that moves without any conclusion. Maybe it is true, maybe it isn't. You just simply keep your doors open. And the sooner you allow yourself to go through this process of unlearning, the easier it will be um, to unlearn things which are slowing your ability to see things as they are. As Seneca once said, the mind is slow to unlearn what it learned early. And this is why you see older people become set in their ways, being imprisoned by the same beliefs they've had in their use. And once those grooves are made in the brain and held up over time, it would take something extraordinary to reprogram over them.
It's way past the time to wake up out of this cognitive sleep. The mountain of lies and fraud is there for all to see. And still you're listening to so-called experts in the mainstream arena who are only positioned there to lie to you because they have been compromised and are simply there to further a totalitarian agenda and are facilitating fascism on their own people. They sow their souls and pledge allegiance to a big pharmaceutical, big tech, globalist takeover to oppress the people and rid our freedom and silver liberties through the form of an engineered health crisis. But you don't see that on the news, though. You're only told what to believe. And this is why you see school is more about training people to be work slaves and to think in the accepted paradigm and less about empowering the mind. Because they don't want us to become free thinkers. Free thinkers are the most threatening kind of people to the established system because they are independent and can see actually outside the rigged paradigm that most in power have unjustly built. They are <laughs> labeled as crazy and dangerous in the hopes that the gullible public will abandon their support and back the eventual takedown of them. So like nowadays it's like canceled, you know, it is now, there's no wonder why great free thinkers like X, MLK, Megar Evers, Fred Hampton, shit, even my boy JFK are so polarizing at the time. America fears us having the warrior spirit and they know it can bring alliance and noise and they can't allow it because it would be detrimental to their agenda. So they shoot it down. That was chapter two. Um, life is learned and not tradition. This is the construct. It's our loading program. We can load anything from clothing to equipment, weapons, training simulations, anything we need. Right now, we're inside a computer program. Is it really so hard to believe? Your clothes are different, the plugs in your arms and head are gone. Your hair has changed. Your appearance now is what we call residual self-image. It is the mental projection of your digital self. This... This isn't real. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. This is the world that you know. The world as it was at the end of the 20th century. It exists now only as part of a neural interactive simulation that we call the Matrix. You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. for certain is that at some point in the early 21st century all of mankind was united in celebration we marveled at our own magnificence as we gave birth to AI AI you mean artificial intelligence a singular consciousness that spawned 
an entire race of machines. We don't know who struck first, us or them, but we know that it was us that scorched the sky. At the time, they were dependent on solar power, and it was believed that they would be unable to survive without an energy source as abundant as the sun. Throughout human history, we have been dependent on machines to survive. Fate, it seems, is not without a sense of irony. The human body generates more bioelectricity than a 120-volt battery and over 25... Chapter 3. Never grow old, especially in the mind. All 21 I'm questioning, bro. I'm pe becoming an inquirer, just like when I was a kid, for real. I used to rap. Um, shit, Ice Trey, he will remember, he remembers my songs. If I only had that one freestyle over the cream beat, I made this one beat, I made, I made this one song, I remember I freestyled it, and, no, I didn't freestyle it, I wrote it in my notebook, and I freestyle, I didn't freestyle it, but I rapped it to Trey, and he got, he got, and gave me the cosign, and I was like so happy, but you couldn't tell me shit, because I got the cosign from my brother. And I know he was like big into music, so I knew he, what he was talking about. So, but my bad. I would shit. I'd even be freestyling in the backyard to myself. My dad didn't like it because he would think I would be wandering off somewhere. But no, nah, I was freestyling. I rapped to my friends at school, rapping off my notepad. Shit, ask Carl, ask Loaf, ask Christian, ask Demetrius, especially Demetrius. I remember I flamed his ass because he called me out, and then the next day I, I got him. I even remember playing side basketball in the house, creating fake teams in my head. Like, I would have a certain player name for the – it was so weird. I don't know if you understand what I was like, but I was just so creative and really imaginative. And the first phase of a child's life is the experience. They go out and try all different kinds of things. There's no stress, no worries. It's just plain imagination. But once we are like in the fourth or fifth grade, you start to worry about if Susie likes you or not. At least it was for me in the fourth grade. Even though I had a girl in the third grade too, but that's besides the point. But at the beginning of our childhood, we are sponges picking up everything we see from the external environment and we evaluate it by associating it with good or bad feelings topped off with positive or negative reinforcements from authority in our family. Your subconscious thought patterns and belief systems begin, begin to emerge and take from form shaping this image of yourself. And many of us feel the presence of strong external forces such as cultural presence, parental, and collective pressures from the society. And we buy into this image that the external world has outlined for us. We start, start to believe that this image of labels, expectations, and separation, separateness is real and that that is what we are. But it isn't. We are absolutely nothing. And that next blog, I'm actually going to be talking about that. But, okay, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to promote, promote my next blog. Far too open, we never even take a step back and start to examine our lives from an outside perspective, ignoring bias, peer pressure, and judgment. Sadly, though, far too many of us become victim um, to these images and fall into to the trap of the Matrix. Chapter 3. I kind of fucked up a little bit, but... It is what it is. On to chapter four. Chapter four, I'm talking fear. We are all so fearful 
We are also nervous, frightened, worried. Oh, man, all these things. But we are capable of imagining, creating, and manifesting a society in which the 9 to 5 work week is viewed nothing short but confinement. Our thoughts have the power to determine our reality, and this comes down to the connection between the conscious and the subconscious mind. And its significance in our daily lives is clear to see if you're aware. If only people had the capability to read and navigate through the lies and deceptions from the media, it will all be over immediately. It doesn't matter what candidate or party you support, Democrat, Republican, progressive, socialist, liberal, conservative, whatever, my guy. These are all labels of identification based on an illusory idea that you follow because you were taught to. People vote for someone because someone else's ideas and visions for the future. But the politicians live on lies. They live on promises. These promises are never fulfilled. They're the most unqualified people in the world. And their only quality is that they can manage to before the society. Once they are in power, they forget completely that they are the servants of the people. They start acting as they are the masters of the people. They step one foot in office. They sniff a little bit of power. They take off with it. The politicians that he's going to change that he ain't going to do shit. He ain't going to do shit. All he cares about is keeping his position. Because if it's taken, he can give two fucks about the economy. The same with the priest. He's claim, he claims he's down with G-O-D, but in reality, he's dying for his position in the church. The politician and the teacher and the preacher both need the people to suffer, to be in misery, poverty, hate, etc., to prolong their position and their ego and their accountability. And in this case, stealing souls doesn't concern the politician nor the teacher. It's the way of life. And people be thinking, who's the real mafia? It's these dudes. Trust and believe. Osho. Shout out Osho. Shout out Osho. Chapter 5. Can you see what I see? Who did that song? Was that MCA or Too Short? Where my phone at? That's going to bug me. I'm sorry, y'all. I know this is a podcast and everything, but that song, that was my jam because I was just listening to that. I forgot. I can't find my phone. Oh, it's right here. Can you see what I see? Ah, uh, never mind. I gotta get to a podcast. Can you see what I see? The clash between your own worldview and the new information you just received. You know what that is? That's causes a psychological pain known as cognitive dissonance, meaning like there's no balance for your own consciousness because you have new information. So for one, it would be like the mainstream media providing that there's a new strain, a new virus, uh, there's this and that. You're like, oh my God, this guy, this got to be true. It has been fact checked. What do I know? You know, you don't hold on to your your ideas because it's tradition, and it's something you can trust because other people follow it. You know, because of this, you're not and won't be able to be open to new ideas. And the moment you do, you'll be condemned, looked at as stupid because society thinks they are. Like questioning the existence of God for once. You say I don't believe in God. It doesn't make sense. The Christian, the Catholic, the Hebrew, the whoever going to come at you sideways and provide all sorts of facts based on a Bible or what they heard from their priests. Like, boy, sit your dad's down somewhere. You don't know shit. The word God with its tradition and the sentimental connotation is not God. It isn't real. The word is the tradition, the hope, the one, 
to find the most high, the needing to know there is an afterlife. And this striving after the ultimate gives a moment to where it gives meaning to existence. And so the word itself becomes the ultimate. But we can see that the word is not the, not the thing that we're going after. The mind is the word. And the word is the thought. And thought has created God. And that thought worships the image which thought has created. And because of that, you are constantly chasing something, following order, and giving up your life to something that ain't true. And it's solely because of your conditioning and the idea of churches, scriptures, prayers, and so-called noble acts you must do to earn peace with God have fucked humanity over. As, as I said in previous podcasts, man will remain a slave as long as he identifies himself with his religion. <sighs> because your knowledge and your religion is never going, going to become your own knowledge. And because it has been borrowed from others and learned from others. And now you may say, Graham, I'm happy a Christian. My personality is beautiful. And I feel as I, if I live by what God has teaching and it brings me purpose, hmm, sure. But are you sure by learning words and systems, that ain't going to help you? Deep down, you will remain the same because there hasn't been any change that happened through your accumulation of knowledge. The mind is frightened of the unknown and so it finds escapes. And in this case, it's an idea. God. Chapter 6, untitled, because your boy was lazy. <laughs> Today's mainstream allopathic med medicine system prospers on treating ill people with pricey drugs, surgical treatment, radiation, and as well as more drugs. They don't give you nutritional information or maybe inform you about doing a cleanse, a detox, going on a fast, cutting out dairy, or um, what's another one? Or yeah, cutting out meat consumption. You don't get taught to do that. And many healthcare workers are in worse position than you. It would be some 457-pound lady trying to tell me what I need to be eating. Like, bitch, get out of here. Corporations have enslaved a whole society for its well-being. The system focuses on just on symptoms and not how to treat the root cause, producing a never-ending flurry of repeat clients who are sick and dependent on the big pharmaceutical and big medical system that isn't designed to teach you about true health. Now... Western medicine does have good points, for sure, and it is great for an emergency. But it is time that people realize that today's mainstream medicine, 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 why am I saying schism? Medicine, allopathy, with its focus on drugs and radiation and surgery, is at its foundation of Rockefeller creation. And you have to remember the medical pharmaceutical establishment is only interested in oiling the wheels of commerce with big profits. Anyone seen to be a financial threat to them must be brought down, no matter what it takes. However, the rest of society at large are oblivious <laughs> for the most part. And this is why we find ourselves in the current predicament down to their blind faith and monopolized corporations who have no care for the people of this planet. They have absolutely no idea of how low these cor corrupt establishments are prepared to go when it comes to getting what they want to keep control of the markets and monopoly like everything else. There is a lot of politics and money behind the mo modern medical system, which keeps the public's perception surrounding the medical system completely warped. And like Brother Shabazz said, the main reason why humanity is getting fucked over is because there is no accountability. As humans, we like to compare a lot, I feel like. I believe. I don't feel like it. I believe that shit. I see it all the time. Um, hold up. I see it all the time, man. Um, 
I even do it sometimes. I'll um compare how I um my writing and the way I talk and everything to someone else, you know, and I was relatable to that. And if I'm doing a good job by because I judge it off if I'm doing a good job by uh, what that guy was saying, whoever I was trying to follow. Right. But you got to remember that whatever put those guys in the position was their uniqueness, their individuality. And you got to be the same. You got to have that same um, aspiration to get better each and every day, working on your craft, working on whatever you want to do in life. But you got to do it in your terms. You can't you can't compare because the moment you would pick a pair is when more anxiety piles up on you and you're going to be setting goals for yourself that you know you can't do. Because it's not even your goal, really. It's someone else's goal. You can't see through someone else's eyes. You have to see through your own. And that's how life is. Dead ass. You can't do it. I know how people go with religions and all that. They, they see through eyes through a, a, tr- a religion, man. They don't see through eyes through their own. They don't have clarity. They don't have... Um, they don't know have a way to go without um, someone else. Simple.